Al Jazeera. Al Jazeera.
That's the sounds of uh, Shocking Blue, and that's Love Buzz. That's uh, Chris Novoselix, uh, one of his favourite bands, and Nirvana covered it on Bleach. Welcome to the Electric Blanket. Well, we've got a bit of a change this week, because uh, Steenie's... Oh, he's gone and got his missus knocked off, isn't he? But he's not here this week, because um, today's the day that uh, Damien's born. We've got black clouds over London. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, so we're going to try and get him on the phone later on. But breaking with tradition, we've got our first special guest on the show, uh, Mr. Anthony Peters, Imius Design. Welcome along, Ant. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> and I've known him for a long time. He's got a fantastic record collection. Uh, we go way back and he's brought a fantastic stack of vinyl with him. But anyway, let's just, you know, it's the same format. Don't get scared. The same things are going on. We've got music and talk and things we don't know what you're on about, you know, and just education, lack of education. We started off the show with uh, Mandrill. That's off their first album. That's a hell of a start to a first album. That's the title track. And uh, what do we follow that up with, Ant? What was that? Charlie Bird, Going, Going, Gone from... Uh, for all we know some fantastic drums mate. on that well Kieran Hebden that is yeah mate that's some drum sound where'd you get that from that one's from the US when I was first courting my wife many years ago really 15 years ago <laughs> and uh, I got her to take me around all the thrift stores around Austin and I got so much good stuff there so much good stuff mate it's just when you go to different countries it's, that's when digging takes on a whole nother realm isn't it once you start looking through the boxes and you just you think you never see these things in England do you like you know you never see him. Um, so listen, I think it was time we crack on. Talks, talk is cheap. Talk is talk dead. Is cheap, totally cheap. Right, what's next, bub? Uh, I'm done. What have we got? Oh, next up is a tune at favourite from my past by Mellow. It's called Instant Love.
Mate, that is a record that don't want to end. That's incredible. Yeah, Who they that? don't want to stop. That was Ossie Bisa with a, a track called Why Sharp from their album Wayaya, produced by Tony Visconti. They, well, there you go. That's why it sounds so good. That And it's good. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, yeah, but you're right. They don't want to stop. I think it's like the uh, bastard son of Dear Prudence and Eye of the Tiger kind of mashed together. Because, you know, I don't own any Aussie B, so that's one for the list. Before that, uh, we had uh, The Miracles, we're going to a go-go. Just that crunchy, gnarly, Motown, middle sort of sound. Just lower kick drum, just ugh, bad. And before that, uh, Mellow, Instant Love. That's right. Again, yeah. another another record. That's the beauty about this show, you know. Uh, we always just say, just turn up with a stack of records. And uh, your collection's pretty varied, eh? Let's ask you a really... Uh, what was the first record you remember hearing as a child? Do you have, what's your earliest memory of records? Do you have one? Well, the earliest, we, we had a little chat about this earlier. The earliest memory of a record I went out to buy, kind of embarrassing but not, was Candy Flip, Strawberry Fields Forever. Again, man, it's a great cover. Yeah. You can't argue with it. Well, you know, from that period, like I, like I was saying, we, uh, we, I learned about so much 60s stuff from like the Suit Dragons doing stones covers or you know it was uh, and then all of a sudden a few years later when those you're embarrassed by those records you've actually learned an awful lot and you've, you've moved on it's amazing how you you pick up music as you go on through life isn't it you, from your first touches of it and, and you're right everyone has those guilty pleasures and some people if you ask them you guarantee they're going to lie about the first tune they bought I mean annoyingly you've got a good one well, actually, before that, <laughs> I was a smash hits kid. I was from that generation. So I think I bought my mum, um, Kylie and Jason. Jason, what was that? Um, oh, they did a... Especially a, for you. That's right. <laughs> on 12-inch. I imagine. And uh, Yeah. And, and I bought it for my mum, but it ended up, ended up in my record collection. <laughs> my mate, well, Dom, my mate, once bought me. He said, oh, it's your birthday. I'm like, yeah? He's like, come and meet us in town. I bought you a record. I'm like, oh, yeah. Krista Berg, Lady in Red. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> he, he did it as a joke. Anyway, uh, as, as ever, with records and music and everything, it hits points of your life and you, you reminisce slightly and that's kind of what this show's about. But this next band, I've been dying to play them for 12 episodes and I've finally got a chance. Uh, Spaceman 3, Losing Touch with, your, with My Mind. Again, one of the benchmarks of shoegazing, along with a lot of others before that, you know, their influence. But they are a huge influence. Influence. First track off the first album. I 
and you saw it straight away in the first track Spaceman 3 uh, Losing Touch My Mind I mean when I first heard that that I did man that blew my mind still does and you're right everything plays on something and it plays on something else and who was that? How was the seeds with Out of the Question from their album Future which I think is from 66 but massive influence on Punk and Spaceman 3 and all the other rock and roll so bands at the time yeah Sky Saxon's the man yeah, man. And it's like the short minute angry song. Yeah, I mean, that's come straight out of rock and roll, really, hasn't it? But then it has all those other elements. You can hear the sort of drug culture, the growing drug culture in there and psychedelia. But it's still a straightforward rock and roll song in many respects. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Well, look, I said at the beginning of the show, it's a slight change. But uh, through the powers of technology, we've managed to get uh, Steenie on the phone. Wow, the magic of technology. Hello, everybody. It probably sounds like I'm in the toilet or something. I assume you I'm not. Sat in my front room, awaiting the imminent arrival of uh, my son and heir. This is it, mate. This is it. This is big moments. It is a big moment. I'm fully prepared. Sophie's fully prepared. We're ready. Would you say it's your perfect moment? Uh, no, uh, Marcy McCutcheon isn't here. No. <laughs> Have you thought about a name yet? By the way, I was uh, obviously we had Wilbur in the uh, in the the ranks. Wilbur, you had Wilbur. I didn't think say anything of the sort. My, uh, I don't know. I think the Baron is a good name. <laughs> the Baron or um, Telemachus, quite good. So we'll see. You know it, don't you? Obviously. Barabbas Jr. <laughs> Barabbas Steen. <laughs> We're going to get noticed, let's face it. Yeah, well, he'll hopefully he'll start his own, like, religious cult at school. With a name like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least he can start raking the cash in early. Well, this is it, you know. That, let's face it, he's, he's your money, he's your meal ticket, isn't he? This, all he's hopes. He's a money spinner. <laughs> so, um... We got this uh, this segment coming up, Steenie. You know, it's your it's your segment, and we figured it was only right that you do your segment. So let's have the fantastic jingle that everyone's really starting to buy into and love, and we'll come back. You do. Steenie, what have we got this month? Well, I thought, uh, since I'm only doing one song this month, I'd get my money's worth. Um, so we've gone for one of those albums, which is, uh, some people would sort of describe it as a mood album or something, because it just is, in its entirety, a record. It sprawls, it's got everything in it, um, and all the songs are really long because of that because it's mostly sort of improvised and, and edited versions of improvisations. Um, so the album is Talk Talk Spirit of Eden, which uh, massively influential at the time, pretty much a flop, especially given the massive success that it had with their early incarnation as a sort of new wave kind of um, pop band, really. Um, you know, big hit, the, the, the song Talk Talk, It's My Life, um, life's what you make it you know they're really kind of um, new ways but not not sprawling very concise um, uh, you know well crafted pop it, it's something like bloody um, Paul Gambaccini for a second or Fluff Freeman uh, yeah. well crafted pop <laughs> or, or Saxondale <laughs> and um, 
and uh, they went completely, uh, you know, wild in a studio, decided to abandon all sorts of uh, conventional songwriting approaches and just record, you know, jams, essentially. But because they're not from that kind of blues background, um, it's not your sort of conventional jam album, you know, anything jam about you think, oh, all my brothers, Grateful Dead, you know, bands from the blues country thing, just riffing for hours and hours and in that sort of way that you, you know, and, and you know, I, I like, but it's, it's not to everyone's taste, it's very bearded, it's very traditional, you know, by, the, by this point, when this album came out, that kind of approach was, you know, 15, 20 years old. It's, eight, it's late 80s, it's, isn't it? It's 88, I think. Yeah, it's, it's kind of 80s sounding blues space. The space in this album, something that gets to me, like, it, you're right, for the year, it sounds amazing for the year it's recorded. Like, yeah. Almost like, um, I think I can hear spiritualised in, in there as well. Well, that's what, I was, that's what I, exactly, it's got that feel, especially some of the longer jams that, that spiritualised in, like, Cop Shoot Cop. You can hear that, it's just, that could have you know, being on Spirit of Eden. And weirdly, one of the artists I always think of as well when I think of Spirit of Eden is sort of Dr. John. It's got that very long, loping feel to it. Um, and Dr. John played piano and Cop Shoot Cop was spiritualised. It's kind of like these people sort of appear and drift in and out, and they all seem kind of linked just by the music. It sounds like cosmic nonsense, but it's sort of... Um, there's a truth in it when you hear it, certainly. Well, what um, what track have you gone with, Steve? Well, we're going with we're going with the opener, the rainbow, because uh, it's got that filthy, filthy harmonica bit in it, which I just love. Every time it happens, I'm like, oh. So, welcome to Spirit of Reason by Talk Talk. It's the rainbow. <laughs> Thank you. 
Down in coastal South Carolina, there's a very old county with some very old customs. Root doctor people that put spells on, supposedly, and lawmen that lift them off, supposedly. And I met a root doctor lady down there that became my friend. I met her at an old church ruin in an old place called the Sheldon Churchyard. Passed by in a half-moon sky And I lay by the well To rest my eyes a while In the Sheldon churchyard The Sheldon churchyard I woke in the fright And there in the moonlight A colored woman whispered In the night sun Son, what you doing here? What you doing here? I said I'm so tired of the time I've wasted. There's been no joy in the life I've tasted since I've been here. Since I've been here. Can you help me put an end in? To the ten cent life I've been spending Before I come here She said that you've been seeking fortune and fame, son Now two problems ain't the same, son My nights have been fighting with the witch man My days I mostly spend Killing tater for the rich man And I come here To dig the sweet May apple Leave here In a two-soul grapple Put the root wang on the high share On the high share an unexpected one uh, there's a great film called Heartworn Highways uh, an old friend of mine uh, showed it to me a long time ago and it's essentially a documentary about maybe backwater you call it backwater America going from small town to small town 
or classic recording studios, you know, at these sort of small town America. This guy called Larry John Wilson does an amazing segment in it. And the, if you put in Larry John Wilson into YouTube and the old Hoopy River Bottom, blow your mind absolutely it's it's just a camera on all the musicians in a studio laying down one of the best tracks you ever heard anyway larry john wilson sheldon churchyard and before that yeah that's a nice short short track steenie see <laughs> you laugh and steenie will turn up and he'll play yeah let's play side two a relayer and it's like <laughs> 20 minutes long so uh, we were talking in, well we had a lot of time to talk let's face it that track lasted for about two days but um, we've just been talking about people that have died recently uh, today David Axel was it yesterday when was it Sunday Sunday <laughs> not even close fairly close Sunday, uh, uh, David Axelrod died, and I bought an album by Peter Sardstedt, who also died. And and who else died? Jean-Jacques Perret. It was a little bit further away, I think closer to Christmas, but um, well, yeah, this- we brought him as well. So, and <laughs> we might have a new feature. What's it called? Uh, 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 I don't know. That's a great name. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best <laughs> name. It's like Dead People's Corner or uh, something. Uh, or, uh, uh, our new feature's called... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Graveyard Corner. That's the one. That's, you can't even remember your own brand. Uh, and you do branding. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, I mean, David Axel, he's a guy that I kind of know and don't know. We played there, the Prunes, uh, Elect- Holy Are You. In fact, you got me onto that track. Holy Are You, the Electric Prunes. That they came out with an album first of Prunes and they were kind of a garagey, sort of 66, 67, sort of, you know, very angry and very guitar-based. And then Axel Rob produced their next two albums and he transformed them into... It is, it is hand on heart some of the most beautiful music I've ever heard in my life this guy his production's amazing I've also got an album by Lou Rawls who he produced and he was a he was a producer before he did his own stuff right? he was yeah produced a load of people became friends with Lou Rawls Cannibal Adderley people like that but um, the funny thing about the prunes is that he actually pretty much just hired session musicians for the whole of Mass in F minor I think that the, the actual prunes couldn't play the music that he wanted to record so halfway through they kind of splintered and he recorded with session musicians so it's not even their album really (laughs) it's kind of his which is why it sounds a lot more like his solo stuff like Songs of Innocence Songs of Yeah 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 totally I mean that's a lot a lot of people are mourning him notice the, it's quite interesting isn't it when we get people dying the BBC will pick up and they say oh star dead this one nothing and that's in, you know, and, and it's fantastic we're talking about him. So, listen, we wanted to to play you something. If you've never heard David Axelrod, don't know who he is, well, listen, dig um, Remains of an Oath and uh, Mass in F Minor from the Electric Prunes. He did two albums. He'd done a load of work, but the two albums in particular that you need to also check, Songs of Experience or Song, or Song of Innocence. Songs of Innocence, yeah. <laughs> what are we playing, bro? We are playing The Human Abstract, uh, which was sampled by uh, DJ Shadow, but... We'll come on to that yeah, later. Yeah. Thank you. 
Lee Scratch Perry? That's right, yeah. Under the, who's that? Under the guise of the Mighty Upsetter? The Mighty Upsetter with Augustus Pablo on the uh, melodica, unmistakably. What is that, dude? What's the song? So the song is theme from Hong Kong, from Kung Fu versus, or oh, Meets the Dragon, which has got an incredible sleeve, brilliant sleeve. <laughs> Lee Perry just doing, in the, in the guise, I guess, mock Bruce Lee, but just doing a perfect roundhouse and the sole of the shoe has met the front of the page and it's got the mighty upset on it. Yeah, mate. Kung Fu Meets the Dragon, Lee Perry. That's great. And um, before that, yeah, another guy who's died recently, Peter Sardstedt. You, you, you might know him from, where did you go, my lovely... Sounds like a Eurovision hit, doesn't it? <laughs> but that, that tune's bad. Yeah, the album is um, Every Word You Say is written down, uh, and that tune is Down on the Flesh. And then before that, well, David Axelrod. Unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you, what can you say about it? I mean, what can't you say? Well, the fact that it was sampled by Shadow is really by the by. I think it really stands way above and beyond uh, Midnight in a Perfect World, which is incredible, but. I mean, that's the thing. That album, to me, uh, DJ Shadow introducing, 1995, it, it really showcased something that was kind of staring us in the face, where a lot of our music, or a lot of... You, again, you live through the 90s. I'm going to talk about it in a minute. But um, we went for a lot of sampler culture, and essentially taking and just using them to create new genres, new tempos, new beats, new speeds. Shadow came along and just basically took it right back to hip-hop. But on such a deeper level where before we're using in, in sort of British dance culture a lot of beats a lot anything you know from, from rave to acid house to drum and bass to go it's you know it's all sampler based music but it, it took an American I think to come back and just chuck under this I hate the term trip hop but this album in that made us rethink again you know the fact it's created on two turntables and a sampler oh mate that I mean the first time you hear that album's Pure goosebumps, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it was melding together everything that was going on in our culture as well. I mean, I think James Lavelle had a big part to play in that. He was seeing what happened with the Bristol scene and where sampling was going. And he just found, you know, or not found, but communicated with this guy who was just making incredible sample-based music who made that his thing. The fact that on, on that album it says 100% sampled and that was like totally in the face of everyone was like, it's not authentic if it's sampled. It's <laughs> yeah. like a big F you to those yeah, people. Totally. Just to slap that on there. But as with all samples, you've got to go to the source. David Axelrod, that album's from Songs of Experience. Check it. Right. Uh, let's do this. James's 90s men. So yeah, 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 no, I don't talk enough. Um, so this segment is essentially, we had Steenie's Metal Memory for the first podcast and I thought this year we need to mix it up. So he's got albums you need to hear and I've got 90s memory. So the year is 1991 and I was talking to you, Ant, about this earlier on. If, if you were going to choose one track from, from 1991, you could be very, very clever and say, oh, that, because... I think it's one of the most important years in music. There was so much released this year. Absolute classic notable albums that, you know, it would be easy for me to pick, you know, from from Nevermind, even we're talking about um, Out of Time, R.E.M. to, you could pick Loveless, you could be clever about it, New Fast Automatic Daffodils, but I'm not going to go near any of that. And it's taken me so long to wrestle to this point. One track from 1991, I'd love to know what you pick. For me personally, just a quick one, I grew up in a tiny village in the middle of um, 
Hampshire and getting outside music into this village is it was hard you, you it, it kind of permeated for a range of different sources like Public Enemy I've talked talked about before was one of them the Electro series um, slowly but surely I, I became across what I suppose was late acid house, early rave music through Kiss FM. We used to, me and my mate used to put aerials into the, into our attics, so we were getting Kiss beamed down from London every Tuesday and Thursday. I'd stay up late to hear Colin Favor on Tuesday and Colin Dale on Thursday. These guys would be playing. I think it was eleven to one on um, Colin Favor and then Colin Dale, The Outer Limits, and we record these shows religiously, and we'd come into school the next day and we play each other what we'd heard and we were hearing so many tunes from the rave acid house techno for the first time and this next song I'll never ever ever forget the first time that I came into we both we both turned up at school the next day and, and we recorded I think Colin Faber played it and we were listening to back to the show and we both stopped the tape at this point and said right this track, I've never heard anything like it. And to this day, I've never heard anything like it. This guy is an artist now and, you know, is probably the well-known for just not caring and being so true to himself and creating his own genre of music. But anyway, that's enough of that and that's some of this. Um, this is away from a lot of the music we play on the show. So this, this is a step way to the left, but, you know... Stick with it if you can, because it's the fantastic Aphex Twin and Did You Do. Thank you. 
of Boards of Canada and that's an album you got me onto man uh, music has a right to children but that track total like skew with VHS kind of recording kind of music it's uh, it's kind of off kilter with the other electronic music of the time I think it's a bit more organic it's a bit more yeah man they, yeah. they exist in their own little realm and and uh, and quite right too you know the, the Boards of Canada so the album music has the right to children uh, before that mate <laughs> 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 I never would Nancy Sinatra Lee Hazelwood, Lee Hazelwood Sun yeah. Velvet Morning that's right so Scream covered that with um, with Kate Moss was it? yeah and uh, oh, 
and um, Slow Dive have also covered it but I, I mean I love that record I had actually the Nancy and Lee album and I lent it to someone about 12 years ago so I'm wondering where that is if someone could hand that in that would be, <laughs> oh, that would be great it's proper psychedelic cowboy music I've never heard it and that's a classic story isn't it I mean everyone's got one of those albums that they've lent away and you think yeah who's got that in fact, <laughs> in fact Steenie and I called um, we called Steenie earlier on I was speaking to him off air off air not even, not even live <laughs> I could just talk to him now I could just stop it no one no. but um, he said oh I said what uh, album are you going to play for your albums you need to hear it's like a talk talk spirit of Eden have you got that and I'm like yeah yeah I've got that I just realised I've actually got his copy that's not his album because <laughs> he well I was on the phone and he was looking through his collection he's like I haven't got that and I was like oh mate yeah so that's that's one of those ones I think he lent that to me about five years ago so Steenie um, I'm sorry but it sounds great and uh, yeah before that we had uh, Aphex Twin didgeridoo I mean you hearing that for the first time it just sounded like nothing else and it still does and it came out about the time of so 1991 you know rave was into a breakbeat stage but it wasn't that fast that did just it kicked the doors down and and to this day always original always following what he wants to do absolute pure artist I, i'm not going to go on about afix to if you don't know but get you yeah, follow, well you, I mean, this is around the period of Ambient Works 1, I think, as well, just a bit after, which is just a genius album. And uh, he was the same scenario as you. He was growing up in a small Cornish village and they were hearing all this music on the radio and he couldn't get it or import it. And so he was trying to make it himself with all these little devices and then recording it on cassette and sending it out to people. Just genius. Absolute genius, man. Well, speaking of genius, we must crack on because we're into the last half hour. The last half hour. What's this, bro? Add bruv, into it. I've got to stop bruv. saying bit Danny Dyer, isn't it? All right, bruv. All right. You were saying gorgeous earlier. I'll slash you. <laughs> uh, add into X with a robot New York from Avant Hard. Fantastic.
tubes and hit again we were talking uh, off we were talking off air first time you heard that I mean phew, that's that's 91 as well and that was another contender for the tunes I want to play but still sounds so fresh that's the tune of the tournament she's got so much heart and soul in that and then Enar comes in like, and it's like he always did that in all of their tunes I quite like it now but at the time it always irritated me yeah uh, yeah still and then after that you know who knew what was going to come but you know the first time you heard that voice and she, you know that that was featuring as well. She wasn't even over there. Amazing. Amazing. And before that, dude, add N to X. Yeah. What's that? Uh, that is... Uh, Robot New York? That's Robot New York. What is that? It's from Avon, <laughs> from Avon Hard. It's uh, an album on mute from uh, 1999. Just absolutely incredible. And uh, you want to check out some of the uh, library music compilations that they... they what, add uh, N to X do? Add N to X. No, that they... Um, they curated <laughs> got nice. there in the end yeah some incredible stuff right oh they put out a series of stuff they dug they for they did yeah, yeah. yeah that's great I mean that's I love that when like minded people come together and they're a little bit twee but those all back to mind some of them are absolute genius the cinematic orchestra one the way they thread that series and that's a great whoever came up with that is on one isn't it you know? the um, Oliver Arnold's one recently I'm not sure if it's Late Night Tales or whatever really it's absolutely amazing who's that Oliver he is uh, Icelandic which just fits in with the sugar cubes Icelandic kind of minimalist composer but like he's really on it for the picks that he gets so, oh yeah. man that's, that's an absolute dream imagine sitting down the all back to mind you finish the club you're coming back for that kind of what we would say after come down time you know Oh, everyone's got one but uh, who was it that put um, Callia on there was it my candy man was going to be on one maybe it was Cinematic Orchestra possibly but they, they went through uh, they put um, Eddie Gale the rain on there which I'll try and fit into the show at some point well off key avant-garde jazz, jazz but yeah hey listen um, we're coming up towards the last sort of 25 th- ah, it doesn't matter let's, let's just keep going and let's do this what are we playing okay so this is how I learned to spell Mississippi uh, this is Mississippi Delta by the incredible Bobby Gentry
and just seen a train spotting to God. It's to- it's- How depressing is it talking about sequels? But um, that first soundtrack was an absolute amazing part of your life, not only for the film, but for the music also. And again, it's another 1991 classic. Uh, blur and sing absolutely amazing and before that yeah that is that is how you spell M-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-S-S-I-P-I you'll, you'll never have a problem spelling that <laughs> what we need is a song for every other junction in your life that you're going to have a problem yeah that, the hard words kind of stuff and stuff to give you direction on you know yeah man well I mean for instance uh, losing your virginity would be a good one and that's a good segue <laughs> into the fact that I lost my virginity to that Blur album uh, back in 1991 well, the first 30 seconds yeah did he get to the vocal? Uh, I don't know. I was Bang. nervous. <laughs> <laughs> I remember this. Uh, it was probably one song, maybe. Yeah. One song? Gonna, on your I'm first not, go? That's like three and a half minutes. Oh, sorry. Well, I mean, maybe, yeah. maybe not. Maybe not. Yeah. You know, yeah. Full, the, you know, full three and a half. I'm not going to mention any names or anything like that. No. She knows who she is. She. she. <laughs> right. Uh, it, yeah. The man in me was about to come out there, the lad like, yeah. and I thought, actually, misogynist aside, yeah, no, it's a poignant really moment. And she does know, everyone knows who they are. I know who I am, you know who you are. I know who I am, I think I do. So we're coming into the last um, couple of tunes. So listen, quickly, right, no one knows anything about you. Well, people do, don't they? People that know you know, but I don't know. Well, I know, do I? What do you do? So, always a hard question. I know. So, so what, you know, you got you got 10 seconds. Well, I kind of do a lot of things, but I do them all kind of badly. So I did actually the the logo for the Electric Blanket show. Right, stop there. That's absolute crap, number one. And number two, Ant's got his own, it doesn't do anything badly. That's a stupid thing to say. <laughs> so I'll fill it in for you. Ant's, uh, if you follow I-M-E-U-S, I-M-E-U-S, Imeus Design on, on online or on, on Instagram. Amazing yeah. artist, brand... Uh, Complete free thinker. Come on, you could do better than yeah, the logo. You know, well, just the reason why I say I do lots of things badly is because I enjoy being an amateur at things. So I think you're much more passionate when you're an amateur, and when something becomes, when you become really proficient at something, it's almost becomes mechanical. So I try and mix it up, but obviously I have to pay the rent as well. So I do lots of graphic design stuff that I really love, and prints and things like that. So yeah, absolutely, and well worth. So just anyway, just follow Am. Great music. Great style. Just great. Thanks, guys, for having me on the show. It's been really... I'm loving it. We're coming in. Thanks, Steenie, and and, uh, hope everything's going... He's happy, to be honest. He's probably sitting at home looking at his watch, or he might be holding baby Wilbur as we speak. Brabber Steen, he might be here. (laughs) We're coming into the last uh, last part of the show, so uh, the last couple of tunes. Uh, Where are we going now? What's this, man? I was eating a crisp. This is Jean-Jacques Perret and Air with Cosmic Bird. Thank you. 
Well, look, we're coming up to the end of the show. You'll be listening to The Electric Blanket. I never plug it enough, so uh, I have to say The Electric Blanket. Follow us on uh, Spotify. We've got a great new uh, EB Introducing coming up playlist that you can listen to. So Spotify, The Electric Blanket. Instagram, The Electric Blanket Show. Facebook, The Electric Blanket. All The Electric Blankets. All over the place. And thanks for doing it, man. It's been an absolute pleasure. Is it? I've absolutely loved it. Yeah, it's been... uh... Yeah, just I've been through my records. I've fallen in love with a lot of my records again. I've been cleaning them. I've been caressing them. It's a love story. It's a musical love story. It really is. What you know? What isn't? Um, Requiem for a Dream. So uh, we're gonna finish off on. this again Instagram turns you on to some great music this woman all I've got is Laura the album is by Laura called Coming Apart and this is uh, Just Can't Make It with, Without You Just Can't Make It Without You or With You which probably could and then I don't know gave up halfway through um, see you next time guys cheers then goodbye sometimes
to tell me a name. 